Hi everyone and welcome back to Sensational, the special educational needs podcast. My name is Molly, Marketing and Events Officer from Withersat Group and today I'm delighted to be joined by a new guest who is a bit of a podcast expert herself. We've got Kirsty Doyle, entrepreneur and fashion designer and founder of the Kirsty Doyle Club who is joining us for a discussion all about how to build a future of success. For those of you that don't know, Kirsty's recently been working with us as part of our Futures programme to deliver future ambassador sessions, talking to our young people about her journey and giving a real insight into the experiences and opportunities in the world of work. So Kirsty, welcome to our podcast. How does it feel being the one being interviewed today? <laughs> I'm on the other <laughs> side of the mic. Thank yeah. you so much for having me, Molly. Um, yeah. It's exciting. I'm normally the one asking the questions and listening to other people's stories. And I probably, if I'm honest, find that quite, you know, a little bit more comfortable. So this is outside of my comfort zone today, which will be a nice little, you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> and so can you start by telling us a bit about who you are and your work? Absolutely. Um, so my name's Kirsty Doyle. I am originally a fashion designer with over 20 years of experience in the fashion industry. I have had my own business since I was 18 and I've just turned 40. So, you know, a long term <laughs> entrepreneur, to be honest. Um, and I create children's wear, women's wear and bridal. And I'm just about uh, to launch our new business, which is the Kirsty Doyle Club, which is going to teach uh, women, girls, boys, everybody how to become a fashion designer and how to start their own business. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank you, Kirsty. So the focus of this episode is all about offering advice and support for young people who are just thinking about their next steps. But as we know, with our children and young people, self-doubt and low confidence can often take over and the thought of even getting a job can just feel completely out of the picture. So, Kirsty, can you share a moment in your own journey as an entrepreneur that shapes your perspective on success? I was lucky enough um, to take part in a TV show. It was called Project Catwalk and it was on Sky One and I... I just decided to, you know, audition for the show and it was in the middle of my university degree. So it was in the second year of university and I decided to audition for the show and I didn't really think much of it. Um, And I got through to the show, moved to London. This was in the summer holidays of my finishing second year, starting third year at university. And I moved to London, took part in one of the most amazing shows. We had weekly contests. We met all sorts of other different designers. Uh, We worked with Topshop, with the Savoy. And then I got through to the final, um, showed my collection at London Fashion Week and then won the show. So before I'd even started my final year at university. So what that did for me was... I am such a home bird. I love Liverpool. I've stayed in Liverpool. That took me completely out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Put me in the capital city amongst strangers and really pushed me to be an independent fashion designer away from sort of my comfort zone, away from my home, my university, and gave me a platform for me then to sell my collection. So that for me was a real pivot. It was a real change and point yeah. in my life uh, that shaped me to who I am today. Yeah, God, what a young age to be doing something like that. I couldn't even... (laughs) Very very brave. And um, so what challenges and setbacks did you have to overcome and what sort of lessons did you learn from these experiences or experiences further into your career? So obviously, you know, more recently we've had the pandemic and running a business through the pandemic was probably one of the most challenging periods of my entrepreneurial life um, in terms of... 
you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. I had staff to look after. Obviously, they had mortgages and rents to pay. They had children. So it was how we managed our staff and how we managed two businesses. I have a wedding business and a fashion online fashion business at the time and how we managed that through COVID and how we constantly pivoted to create, you know, gift boxes because people weren't shopping. We created loungewear because people weren't shopping, weren't going out. And we did, you know, slippers. We we changed our complete <laughs> business model. Our, yeah. our, our wedding dress designers became uh, fashion, you know, manufacturers. So everybody worked as a team to really pull our pull those businesses through what was one of the most challenging periods of our um our entire business. I mean, and I can say that probably for everybody that wasn't just me everybody was going through that at the same time and it was sink or swim and I'm probably speaking for lots of other business owners but it was sink or swim and how you're gonna how you're gonna pull yourself out of it really that was definitely one of the most challenging periods and would you would you say that's actually changed how your business runs today I think it's give us a certain level of resilience, confidence, uh, confidence in our customers who stuck with us through that period uh, and ability to adapt. I think that's a huge, you know, that that comes across whether you are a business owner, whether you're a, you know, a student, a school leaver, whether you're in school. It's being able to adapt to uh, certain tricky change. moments and change in your life. Absolutely. Yeah. It's how you come through that is shapes who you are as a person. Um, so yeah, it's been able to adapt to such a, a huge issue and then going, oh, actually, it's great. Everybody's stuck yeah, with us. We actually exactly. had a really successful selling period. Uh, the staff stayed with us. We managed to keep people in their jobs. So it made us much stronger as a brand, I yeah. think, for sure. Definitely. And what would you say to a young person who's right at the beginning of the journey into sort of like life beyond education? How can they effectively navigate the journey into entrepreneurship or looking at starting a, their own business? I think it's knowing your product and knowing yourself as a business owner. So whether you are, you know, I started really in business when I was 14. I had a piano school and I taught all the kids to, to play piano. So mm-hmm. that was, I mean, if you talk about something being such a young age, rather than talking about like now, if you're talking about people in school, it's how you can offer something, a product or a service to somebody that's going to pay, you know, is going to find value in that. And then they're going to pay you money for it. You know what I mean? That is the key. So if you can Mm -hmm. nail that and make that perfect, that offering so perfect, as I say, whether it's, you know, an Instagram business selling T-shirts, whether it's a piano school teaching the kids in the school, in the streets, how to play piano, whatever it is, if you, if the customer can find value in that and they're prepared to pay for it and you're happy with that, I think that's the start of a great business. Yeah, definitely. It makes all the difference, doesn't it? If it's something that you're interested in as well, like, yeah I think it has to be yeah yeah because you could be doing it like me you could be doing it for the rest of your life so it has to be something that you truly enjoy and and you know you won't feel like it's worth because I live and breathe fashion yeah and like if I think back to when I was 15 16 I feel like I just had no idea of like how much work becomes your life and it, it consumes you in a way so like the importance of finding something that you're passionate about and like you really enjoy doing you don't mind getting up and going to work like I I couldn't imagine not having that no I truly believe that I think it has to align with who you are as a person so you love fashion you live and breathe it you've got your Pinterest boards TikTok anything everything is aligned with that yeah then that's if you are lucky enough to be able to pursue that and you know 
that that those dream jobs are out there i think and then that means you're gonna give your 100 percent because you love it you're so excited to go yeah. to work or you're so excited to open your instagram business or you know to go and get your saturday job in the shop because you love it and then equally i came from a very supportive household uh a very creative household so they were you know super excited like my sister owns her own bakery so we're our oh, parents really? always supported anything that we did so I think yeah. you're incredibly lucky if you get that as well yeah exactly and so if we think about our young people currently so what skills do you believe are the most valuable let's say essential life skills for young people to develop like what is it that you think employers are really looking for for me I think it starts with self-confidence I think yes. if you are, you have an, your own, you know, it doesn't have to be that you're very, you know, talkative or loud. It just comes across as a lovely young girl in, uh, recently and she was mm. so, um, she was just so, so she just came across incredibly well because yeah. she, again, was very passionate about fashion, very passionate about learning more about fashion as well. It's having that openness to, okay, yeah, I love fashion, but I w- I'm, I'm here to learn. I'm here to work hard. I'm here to learn about everything you do. But equally, yeah. just to have a self-confidence, which says I'm worthy enough for this job. Like, I'm coming in. I've got enough knowledge in myself, you know, I've, you know, and I'm here to bring the best of me. And I think that comes across mm-hmm. in an interview. If you are, again, passionate about the job and the subject, that will surely come across in an interview. Yeah, definitely. So you've, as we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, you've be, recently been involved with our Futures programme where we help young people achieve the future that they want by arranging work placements, apprenticeships and school visits. So with this in mind, what role do you think mentorship plays in career development and how can young people find mentors in the industry or field that they want to get into? I think mentorships are a real value. They're of real value because lots of young people leaving school, leaving college, they're not sure what a job entails. So they're not sure what skills they would need for a job. So applying for a job, certainly like a mentorship within fashion, they would talk about, you know, different skills that you would need, different skills that you can work on at home and bring in or different, you know, GCSEs, A-levels, further education, Mm -hmm. things that they need to do to bring to that job role. So I think mentorships, mentors are a great thing. I mean, and mentors can come in lots of different ways. They could be a family friend who works in the industry yeah. uh, a parent a teacher teachers can put you in and, and with the slacker amazing at that in terms of hooking up with amazing businesses like john lewis in retail yeah. that's a way in and you know it's mentors are there for asking hundreds of questions don't be afraid to ask questions and engage with them and say oh what what do you think because you know we lots of people are starting going into the industry for the very first time and that can feel overwhelming so a mentor can just give advice and help and they're, they're definitely such a positive influence I think in young people's yeah. lives yeah definitely and what tell us a little bit about because I know you've had some of our young people go into your studio is that right that's right yeah it's been brilliant. yeah yeah what so what have you what what have those sessions been like like has it been quite a mixed vary of young people because obviously when we think about fashion in particular you think about girls and and the clove side of things but I don't know has anything surprised you with like our, our boys or like yeah what have you found out, out of those sessions well the most interesting thing is I'm a women's wear designer so I and if you are thinking about becoming a fashion designer you can choose to go either men's or women's wear so you don't cover both 
um you know you don't cover both both roles so you either become yeah. a women's wear or a men's wear designer so you choose one pathway now obviously i'm a women's wear designer if you come into my studio as the weather slack amazing students did <laughs> i've got lots of female mannequins right so when they came into the studio obviously we had girls and boys and we did a mannequin challenge and they got tons of fabric and they got to create whatever they wanted and everybody's was so individual oh, really? so creative and we took photographs and it was an incredible experience because, as I say, we had a mixed group of students come in on, on multiple occasions that they've been in and they're all just so creative. Yeah. And I think it's, it, and, and with fashion, you're not being judged on it. It's not an academic subject. It's not like English, math or science. Yeah. There is no right or wrong in fashion. It's, you can truly be your authentic self and that's the exciting thing. Yeah. And you can let loose with some fabric and I think the students are always so excited and sort of surprised with the outcome as well. Yeah. And a little bit proud of themselves. Yeah, definitely. I like you say, it's, it's such a different, unique opportunity. Like when I was at school, I didn't get any of those like opportunities yeah. to go to a fashion designer studio absolutely yeah it's amazing and so yeah not only do they see the space and see the working environment you know the tailors on the machines or yeah. you know the, the the wedding dresses set up on the mannequins they also get to be the designer for an hour yeah. or two and I think that's just as you say an incredible opportunity yeah definitely and um what advice would you give to a young person who's unsure about the career path I I'm a true believer in work placements. Yeah. I think work placements, if you're lucky enough to get one, work placements are a great way to try an industry to see if you like it. Or, as you say, working with a mentor, uh, work experience, apprenticeships, anything which gets you into an industry so you can have a go and see if you like it. Um, You know, and equally, I'm a firm believer in starting your own business. Yeah. Because I think that's a great way to try an industry, which, you know, you don't have so much. Like, if it doesn't work out, that's okay. So many people have so many business failures before they find their true passion or the one that works or the one that, you know, everything fits into. So I think try things, speak to people, open up, try a business. You know, it could be a market stall. It could be, you know, a farmer's market doing yeah. your cakes. There's so many different... Yeah avenues to have a go at something because I think you don't know unless you have a go exactly but how would you say you as the employer would how would you approach if I was a young person say looking for a work placement would you as an employer be comfortable with someone putting themselves out there and approaching you like how would how would that work Absolutely. As I say, firm believer in it. We have some students coming in from a school. They're sixth form students and they're going to spend next week with us. We've got a girl with us at the moment who's on a gap year uh, and she's just spending a couple of months with us. And two of my staff started with me via internships oh, and wow. one of them now has been with me about five years she's my she makes all of the flower girls so the children's wear and um, so you don't know that a workplace actually could lead to a permanent position and what an incredible opportunity because you did your, your work placement you decided you loved it you got on incredibly well with you know the team the boss the manager whatever it is yeah. and they gave you a full time a full-time paid uh, work, yeah. work placement and i think they're the opportunities that are out there and, and employers are looking for a spark in someone and they will notice it. You will you will see it in somebody. Yeah. You will see go, right, okay, we're going to nurture that relationship and, you know, hopefully they start, you know, cleaning up the fabric spaces, but they end up on a sewing machine and we're going to develop those skills with them. So 
employers are always looking for new talent that they can bring on. Yeah, but so how how did then interns start with you? Is that something you would put a job out, or did they approach you? So normally, no, we don't we don't uh, advertise for placements. Two of them have come through a school that I've given a talk at, oh, right. uh, and one of them just approached us because obviously they know the brand. And then previously, we would only take uh, the the two that started as staff with me. They were actual university graduates, so they did have a certain fashion skill level, right. which meant that they went on to become you know tailors and um, things like that. So, if you are looking for something which like a manufacturing job within you know certainly the fashion industry, it's worthwhile having a skill, which means you can sew yeah. or you can or you can follow a pattern so it depends what level you're going to go at and certain industries might be able to help you with those skills and see that as you know an investment from them because they're going to give you the skills you need to progress within that job yeah so I think it depends on the industry sometimes yeah brilliant and to end our podcast that was a very short and sweet podcast but we got through lots (laughs) there didn't we Um, what would be your top tip advice to young people who aspire to become entrepreneurs and to start their own business ventures I think my top advice would be just to get started and I think that whether it's market research, whether it's asking your friends how much they pay for a T-shirt, whether it's, you know, putting something out on Instagram and asking people what colour the T-shirt should be. Yeah. I think you just have to make a start because you will start to get feedback off people which will shape that business. So whether, you know, on this T-shirt business, for example, so whether you found out that, oh, people was only paying £10 for a T-shirt, well, can you design, make and sell that T-shirt and make a profit for £10? Possibly not. Yeah. Okay. So we go back to the drawing board. Market research is a great way to spend your time and get started on that business. I think just get started to sit, you know, and plan and plan and plan for years and years and years. Mm. You could miss an opportunity. But by just getting started, speaking to friends and family, speaking to people in your school, in your class, putting things out on, you know, different different social medias to see what people would actually pay for that product. I guess if you like it, yeah, just build your confidence. Exactly, it really is just building that confidence, putting yourself out there. I think doing that from a year from an early age is like essential, isn't it? essential because you become resilient yeah. resilience is key because if somebody says oh I don't like your t-shirt yeah. okay right how does that make me feel can I overcome that am I going to retreat and go never doing this t-shirt <laughs> business or am I going to go okay well that's just your opinion because five other people that I asked love the yeah. t-shirts so you just keep going and you've got to get over so many different hurdles as a business owner every day there will be something but that's the life of an entrepreneur yeah. and that's what keeps you going it's exciting <laughs> two days the same yeah brilliant well thank you Kirsty. that was a brilliant conversation it's lovely to speak Super. to you today thank you my absolute pleasure <laughs> um if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast and would like to find out more about how we inspire children and young people through our futures program head to withersatgroup.co.uk forward slash futures. So thanks everyone for listening. A big thank you to Kirsty and we'll see you next time.